Williams' character. That's like no. They, they, oh yeah, like the creators of the game came out and said he's going to be like one of the hardest characters. Need a big brain. They say what? Does they say Morty? Simple. Morty, yeah, not Rick. Morty. It's like I think it's supposed to be like a big joke, but big plays gotta be big, big brain. To, did uh... they say what class he's going to be? I don't know. I don't. They probably did. I follow one of the guys who's like one of the developers who like announces shit all the time. But game of the year. I mean, cool, is baby. it though? Is it though? It's not, but it's fucking great. Re- realistically, my, realistically, my is this a Fortnite two, or are you guys gonna play this for a month and then never go back to it? Uh, no, because like, I'm playing this kind of like when I play a new fighting game that comes out at this point. I've been like diving into it heavy for like a month or like three weeks, whatever I've been playing it for, and like, it can last as long as I'm possibly have people playing it. If not, I'll dive in here and there occasionally. Mm-hmm. But if they like have a steady stream of content that they keep on putting out, like a new season starts in three days, so that's cool to me. That's something new to look forward to, you know. So yeah, I mean, I might, I might keep. You know, it's a it's a free game. It's available yeah, on pretty much great. everything. Crossplay. I can make the effort to just turn it on and do a couple matches because like it's not a huge commitment or anything like that and i think it's just fun to do it'd be yeah i would yeah, consider it, it Fortnite, like very low commitment yeah it, it's like Fortnite, except with Fortnite, i almost feel compelled to play it as a group because i don't i'm not yeah, gonna have yeah, I get i'm not gonna yeah. have like a really good time playing by myself with this i could definitely play solo even though it's kind of 2v2 focused and i don't yep. think I don't think the free for all stuff is really that good, and then playing one v one is not. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can see myself popping in and out. It's just that I'm very weird with my video games. I there are days where I'll just go home and not play anything, even though I've got a yep. bunch of games I need to play. Well, that's why I, don't, I need to. I, like I need to play. Like I mean, the only game I need to play is Stray, and that's only because I, I have it through PS Plus, and I only have PS Plus for three months. So I should at least finish that. That's why I think games like Fortnite and this, like, they're great. But at the same time, I think they're bad for me because sometimes, like, my brain's just like, I've had a long day and I'm like, I don't want to play this when I could just play this instead. And yeah. I just, like, mindlessly mass buttons and, you know. No, it yeah. makes sense. I don't know. I I don't think the gameplay is that good. And that's kind of where I stand. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's I, I, I get it's a skill thing, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's a skill thing. No, I. You play more and you understand how the game works. I know how the game works. Trust me, I know how the game works. It's fun. Asked me, Brendan asked me last week, like, what what character is really going to make you like fucking spend your money or whatever? And I said, I'm already spending money in the game. There's nothing else. The question is really, what does Brendan want? What character does Brendan think would be? For so let me play as this guy. So here, here's here's the full stop. Here's the full stop right here. Mm. It's not about what characters are there. Like, if they make Smash Six and Smash Six, they basically reboot Smash and it's a slimmed down roster. That's fine. If the game is, I'll just keep playing Smash Four. No, well, I mean that too, sure, but like. That's fine if the game is good. Like, Smash is good. That's why I like it. Fortnite, I think, is a good game. All of the extra bullshit is great, 
because it's a good game with all this extra bullshit. I don't think multiverse is, is bad. I just, for a platform fighter, it has real, a really fucking big shadow cast over it. And it's better than Nicktoons bullshit. And I mean, I haven't played PlayStation battle Royale all-stars in a long time, but I remember absolutely hating that game. So I don't absolutely hate multiverses. I just don't really think it's that great. It feels kind of floaty, a little bit slower. Um, I don't know. You don't think Smash feels floaty, though? I feel like Smash feels very floaty. I feel like Smash feels very precise. I feel like it feels like what I'm doing and what I'm pulling off is solely based on my abilities and being able to understand the characters and how they move. I play floaty characters. Like, Mewtwo is super floaty, but not every character is floaty. But that being said, mm-hmm. despite your dislike of certain mechanics, is there a character that you would see, like, I kind of want to play as him. Hey, Todd, let's run duos real quick, just so I can play as this guy, a crew in-game cursor, like, things. Like, tell me tell me if they added Legolas, and, you know, Orlando Bloom shows up and does voices. Like, You're like let me fucking play as him because he's kind of like link anyway would it be dope if legolas showed up yes is he probably gonna show up at some point i mean maybe i i my i, mean, I guess I yeah i mean my guess would be after gandalf the next lord of the rings character would be aragorn but maybe not i don't know maybe <laughs> i i want to say like i i i meant gimli but in my head, I said Torbjorn, and I was like, no, 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 right. <laughs> who, who, is, who is he? Who is, who's a dwarf? Uh, I mean, I don't know. They put Iron Giant in and gave him a moveset, so then I, I guess I could see them doing Frodo, which, again, like, if you were to say, like, what Lord of the Rings characters uh, would you want go. in a fighting game? Like, I wouldn't say Frodo. Like, Frodo wouldn't be at the top of my fucking like list. Frodo good but though, Im- like- imagine if you, you had Frodo, and there was a ring mechanic where you could keep using the ring to make yourself invisible and into yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was just saying. But you would too. get corrupted while you're doing it. Or not even get corrupted, but like the fucking, the, the Nazgul will show up on the stage and kill you if you Ooh, use it too much. Well, no, like, yeah. have you seen the, is it Velma who's in multiverses right now? Is it? Yeah. Is that who it is? Have you seen her, watch her moveset. It's fucking nuts. It's not like anyone else's. It's very like, particular like i don't know listen if a hard character to learn i or not. i am like, not saying that crazy. multiverse is is bad i'm just like no, I'm just, it's I'm just it's the greatest game ever made no i get it man <laughs> <laughs> uh i want to love it especially because the three of you are fucking loving it it's like i i would I think, love I think that the to issue love it right now is for us to play last time was a hassle which kind of sucks. Not uh, only that, yeah, it's, it's that like, this game. Yeah, like not getting coin. And, uh, that's like, the no, main thing. It. That's I the main thing. Right. Like yeah. I wanted to play the four of us. Like I would have played that all night and not played Fortnite. Like I would have had a blast playing that. But the yeah, fact yeah. that this game revolves around unlocking the roster in like a sort of grindy way, and the fact that we couldn't really do that playing together, I was like, yeah, I have no interest. I have fucking, you know, I have two characters unlocked plus the whatever four rotating ones they give you a free license for for limited time. Like. I want to be unlocking characters and, and whatnot, and we couldn't do that. And it was, that was aggravating to me. That was 100% what See, was like I'm, pulling I'm me out of the experience. Using, I'm only using Finn. I'm, I got Finn at level 21 right now. I have like not used any other character. I'm just at this point, I don't even care. And I have money to unlock people. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Give me, I'll save yeah. my money for more. Do you? I mean, it's still, it's still installed on my Xbox. Bro, I'm, Finn main. I'm not saying I'm uninstalling it anytime soon, but 
I am definitely curious yeah, but, to see like, where this lands with us. Out, hopefully, when the new season comes out, we can actually play together, and it's not a fucking shit show. We can yeah. do two v two we had to just keep doing custom battles which is fine but like yeah it wouldn't let us do 2v2 for some reason yeah. i don't know it's just like i want to have fun goof around too but also like you are making me spend my time to unlock characters give me that option yeah and there's, and there's a huge skill wall too so i get like you <laughs> don't want to dive in right away <laughs> like i understand if they want to gate certain unlockable stuff playing custom games because I guess theoretically you could potentially set up game modes that would just let you farm stuff quickly. So I understand them wanting to stop that from happening. But like at the same time, uh, give us some th- compromise here other than like I toasted Mike so I got 10 coins. Like I – come on. Come on now. So I already got my achievement for 100 toasties. Yeah, you you were playing a lot of that, a lot yeah, of that game. Todd's putting in work in this game. Every time I turn on my Xbox, I look and he's playing multiverses. I'm like, what is happening? I'm playing it on PlayStation. I stream it on PlayStation all the time too. When I jump over to PlayStation, what? I'm, I just yeah, all the time. Because I, I just want to in case in case I do something good, I want to like have it. So Todd's a bit. You can you can do that too with Xbox by just holding the share button. It will save thirty seconds. Yeah, I don't I don't know if there is one for a PlayStation though. I haven't even looked into it. Is, if I think like there is because yeah, there, there should be. On the PS4, yeah. the select button, the select button on the PS5 is there was a is share the, button, is the share or like there was but a miss, capture button. I miss this stuff button. all the time. That's why this. That's why this Twitch stream it all the time, just so I can have it. Just because I miss stuff. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot to capture that or whatever. Anyways, yeah. welcome so, uh, everyone to the to the Fast Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about multiverses too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing this evening? I hope that multiverses becomes the Fortnite slash Overwatch thing for us, where every week we talk about it for way too long. I mean... If Todd keeps up with this, regardless of where the other three of us stand, <laughs> Todd will talk about it every week until it inevitably. I need to start playing it then. I need to play it so we have something to talk about. I guess. I like, yeah, I've been, I've been given so and so a shot. I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of cool. Now I really want to, you know, watch more, fucking, the Batman, not the Batman. The yo, the, I get the fucked movie. up by Batman online. There was a Batman cartoon that came out in the mid two thousands, the one where shit, uh, the Joker had like long, like Rastafarian hair, and he was voiced by I want to say Keith Michael Richardson. Oh, I'm gonna Kramer? look it up real quick. Not, not Kramer. Opposite of Kramer, actually. Opposite of Kramer. Brandon, continue talking about things. I'm going to look up real quick the Batman show <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, I was I was going to say something, and then you went off on a ridiculous tangent. I don't I don't even know what I was saying now. Um, but I guess I'll just finish with the intro. Uh, also, rounding us out tonight is the I almost called you the Disney Daddy because I said rounding us out the Fortnite Father, Mr. Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm just thinking about uh, multiverses, you know. That's all I'm thinking about. Uh, just talking about it for the rest of the show. 
Yeah, let's do that. Let's really alienate any <laughs> listeners we, we got going on here. Biggest episode you ever have, Multiverse's Mania. Uh, no, that's still going to be Splatoon. <laughs> is that the Beach episode? Uh, that's one of them. That Splatoon episode is fucking crushing it. Uh, I guess we could talk about Splatoon today, too. I kind of forgot that, that, that a lot of things kind of happened between this episode and last episode. Uh, Splatoon wasn't on my docket initially, but we can add that into the mix if we feel like talking about, uh, whatchamacallit, Splatoon. Uh, obviously if you're watching live or if you're listening, I guess at this point you realize Dom is not here. Uh, Dom had some business to attend to, so we are rolling a three stack tonight. So hopefully our fucking healers, uh, you know, do their job or else we're fucked. But... Yeah, a couple of housekeeping things before we get into tonight's episode. This episode, of course, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to 1 Washington Square, get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and at Good Morning Chubby. And let me tell you, You'll be happy you did. Uh, other housekeeping things. The PTC Movie Club for July. Nope, we're in August. The PTC Movie Club for August is Mike's pick, and it is Booksmart. So if you would like to hear us talk about Booksmart, that'll be the last episode of the month. So you have until the end of August to watch that movie and listen to us chat about it at the end of August. And a couple of things popped up on our YouTube channel. We get... Uh, the first hour playthrough of a small indie game called Voyage, uh, the first part of my full playthrough of Shantae, and maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, but we do have a few other things coming in down the pipeline that I can't fully mention just yet, uh, but there'll be some other stuff coming out very soon that you can look forward to. Um, but yeah, before we get into some of the other topics this evening, what... uh. Have you guys been playing anything other than multiverses in Fortnite? I haven't played Fortnite in a in a Fortnite. Since the last time we played Fortnite. <laughs> For real, I, I, I don't want to give you. I don't want to give the satisfaction, but I think we did play Fortnite two weeks ago. So no, we did yeah, not. No, did we not play sure. after the podcast last week? After multiverses? Maybe, maybe we did. Oh, we did. Yes, that's the last time we played. Yeah, did yeah. we play last week? I don't remember now. I think Mike he, fell asleep while we were playing, and he was like, so "Yeah, that totally sounds like." Oh wait, yeah, we did play, and Todd fucking absolutely play, disappeared. Todd, Todd vanished. No, Liam woke up, and I fucking had to go deal with that <laughs> all, shit. All, we, all I know, all I remember is the three of us were dead, and Todd was crouched in a bush, and he the came bush. in second yeah, place. You came in second place. Up, yes, yes, you <laughs> yeah. died in the storm. The storm killed you. The That's other team so didn't funny. even kill That's you. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I remember saying it's going to be hilarious for this team when they just win out of nowhere. And they're like, what? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I know, Todd, you've been playing uh, Cult of the... Or, go ahead, Mike. No, I was going to say, it, I did buy Guilty Gear Guilty Strive, but I haven't really been playing it. Like, I've turned it on, oh, trying to figure out if I can play it. So far, I can't, so I've just given up. What do you mean you can't? Like... You're just not good at it, or you like it doesn't work on your PC properly. Uh, I'm just not good at it. Okay. Like I, I cannot perform. I cannot perform moves. 
anything that requires me to do directional inputs and buttons. What are you using for a controller? So initially what I was using, because it was, I had plugged it in before since it's been sitting in my drawer for a long time, was the Steam controller. Because I've I've had it, you know, in a drawer since it was for sale for like $5 years ago as it as it died and it wasn't working for me then i remembered because i live like a fucking slob that after i had bought my xbox series x mm-hmm. and first things that my xbox one controller was sitting on my floor so i just plugged that in i've been using that but i still cannot pull off I mean, and this was like a problem I've had since forever. I know when I started trying uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, I was trying to learn some characters and do their moves, and I could not consistently pull off anything that required a quarter circle, anything or more complicated than that. I just I couldn't pull off consistently. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely muscle memory. It's definitely just repetition and practice that'll that'll do it. And then finding the input that works best for you. Like, I, I know you and I had an extensive conversation earlier this week, and I've been kind of battling myself and doing a lot of research uh, almost every night since the Evo Top 8 finales um, about, like, do I want to buy a stick? I'm debating buying a, a Vulex arcade cabinet from Japan. Like I'm at the point of no return where I'm it, the bare minimum buying a stick, uh, potentially also. See, I don't like a stick. I prefer a controller. It's kind of like the going from stick to most from most to keyboard and trying that. Like, yeah. I'd rather just so stick with what I know. So, I mean, that's a, that's a bad comparison because I think I'm just saying like, it's like something completely like I get a stick. I think a stick's way easier. But I just mean it's like something that I'm so comfortable doing something that I've been doing for so long that I wouldn't even want to go back to something like that. Yeah, you hate like change. The, you're, you're, you're uh... no, I, I, creature I, habit. I think when, when it comes to – so I was doing some reading on this, and then Mike and I were also talking about it, uh, and then it was something that I realized while, while I was watching Evo. When it comes to fighting games, or I guess when it comes to PC, I think there is definitely a case to be made that like – a mouse and keyboard is more accurate for first person shooters. Like, I think that's just the facts. Like, can someone on a controller still hold their own and be really good? Absolutely. But like a mouse is just going to be more accurate. Probably most of the time. I think that's just how it works. Um, but when it comes to fighting games and then this like is a little backed up. If you were watching Evo this past week, uh, not all the pros play on a stick. Like, a lot of pros play on controller. So like I think when it comes to fighting games, it's really just about what you prefer to use. Yeah, it's like whatever you feel the most comfortable. Um I think if you were really going to like try to dial into what the actual like most accurate thing to use is is probably a hitbox and not even a stick because I don't know for those of you listening or if you either I think Mike knows what a hitbox is. I don't know if Todd does. But a hitbox is like a stick, basically. But instead of a joystick, it has like buttons. So everything is buttons. Yeah, but because gross. of the, I, yeah, that's something you would have to learn how to use comfortably. Yeah. But I think if you were able to teach your hands how to use the stick part of that for buttons, 
you could probably pull off inputs accurately every time if you were if you got that muscle memory because you know with a stick or on a controller you have to like you know do full circles quarter circles all these other types of things and you can very easily mess that up where if you got that muscle memory down with just pressing buttons you could probably hit those stick inputs accurately every time mike does that make sense like does that sound logical like that 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 would be the case it i mean it makes sense so i mean again i and think that's, that's oh, part of why i wanted like a, a stick per se because like i feel like with my whole hand i can more consistently pull off what is considered a quarter circle turn or yes whatever it is i need to do that is a hundred percent it for me is i know with a stick like i am good on with fighting games on a controller and i do like playing fighting games on a controller but i know for a fact with a stick i would be more consistently accurate with like doing those types of inputs but i will say especially after playing guilty gear strive this past week because the playstation controller is symmetrical sticks and the xbox controllers offset sticks i hate like i have always hated the dual shock i don't like sticks that are low on my fingers or the left stick i guess um having to do inputs with the stick being that low i was fucking it up constantly like it would just not work like most of the time to do my supers or special moves on guilty gear i was using the d-pad because that was what higher up on my hand and i it was terrible I need to buy a stick like immediately. Um, you know what? As I like, I don't like the dual sense. I don't like the PlayStation controller for any fighting games. It's but bad. I fucking really like the PlayStation controller for everything else. Like I actually think it's almost more comfy than the Xbox controller. I love the way it feels. This new one. Crazy. But for fighting games, I think it's trash. I, I think it's trash for fighting games. You can say whatever you want about all these controllers out there, and like if you're a console fanboy, you're fucking. What are you doing? But I, for I don't know. The Xbox controller is like it feels the best in my hand. The the Switch Pro controller also has really good feel to it. It feels like it fits like ergonomically in my hand. The the DualShock 4 is terrible. The the I think the Dual Sense is better, but it's still like it still doesn't feel as comfortable to me as an Xbox controller. Like the Xbox controller oh, just really? feels good in my hand. Something about the shape of this, it feels like I am holding something that is like not fully in my hand comfortably and i'm also very at odds with the the haptic like special fucking triggers and, and shit on the yeah, playstation controller triggers, i want to try the triggers the triggers is what i want to try the, like they are interesting and in some games i think it adds a weird layer of like additional not i, I don't even want to say immersion because i don't think that's the right word at least not for me it just it it brings a different type of thing to the equation. But like when you're doing something and it's repetitive and it has that force back to you, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm done with this like pushback on my finger. Like it's not, it's not giving me any sort of immersion. It's like, it's just aggravating me that it's there. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think one of the worst experiences I've had with it is ratchet and clank the new game. Mm-hmm. I hated dealing with it. It felt like I was like fighting against my controller. Yeah. I know other people agree. Like yeah. felt the same way, but I thought for um, Eternal, it's great. That, like, the haptics are really cool with that. Other than yeah. that, I don't really give a fuck about the haptics at yeah. all. Like, I don't really even notice them. Like, it's a cool feature, and I like that they're trying to, like, you know, evolve controllers, because I, I would argue for the, you know, for a while, controllers were pretty, but aside from Nintendo doing motion stuff, I feel like for the most part, like, PlayStation does the touch stuff, and I think that's also pointless and useless, and no one utilizes Amazing. it. <laughs> 
I, I haven't used it yet. And what's the feature called exactly? I know it has a name. Uh, it doesn't have a, a name. Is it is it like 3D? No, 3 HD Rumble Switch. What is this called? HD uh, Rumble Switch. It's just so funny it because like they... Astrobot, like that came with the PS5, has all these cool little. Astrobot uses it well, but it also was kind of annoying at some points. But no other game does that. Like no other game even uses that controller anyway. Like that. Like there's not a single thing. Yeah, I don't know the the PlayStation website has some sort of thing with. Yeah, but it's not like. Yeah, yeah, it was like pressing down and it pushes back a little bit. It's cool. Yeah, that's. I did that for like five minutes straight. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. The the PlayStation <laughs> website says the DualSense wireless controller for PS5 offers immersive haptic feedback, dynamic adaptive triggers, and other okay. other things. I so adaptive like a, triggers. I thought it had like a, I thought it had a you know, like, like a, a like a trademarked trademark fucking name. name. Yeah, you I think like maybe I think you like I think you're thinking of uh, the audio. On the headphones, maybe I think those have like anyway, a trademark well, name. What I was getting at is I haven't used it, so I can't speak to its quality. But I feel like between that and Nintendo's HD Rumble, and maybe you know, if let's just say as a overall term, um, motion tracking for for certain things, I feel like collectively, if they were all in the same controller, and then maybe in in uh, in union with maybe like a VR headset, it, it would make like a really good controller to use for real immersion. May- I don't know exactly. But maybe I feel like we're we're stepping towards we're stepping towards that so that you know maybe not next generation, but maybe the generation after that or the generation after that, we would have like a really immersive feel for certain controllers in whatever environment. Ideally, VR, but. I I don't think Rumble is that. I don't know. At least for me, maybe I'm in the minority. At this point, for probably at least the last few years, if there's an option to, I turn Rumble off in almost every game. Well, well Rumble, Rumble is that's listen. Rumble isn't yeah. good, but I I remember at least briefly when you got the Switch and we were playing One Two Switch. There were some things where was like, oh yeah, you know what? This is actually pretty. I feel like so this is pretty accurate. Like, oh yeah. One One Two like Switch's use of HD Rumble is. Impressive. Are you talking? Only no about- game does that outside of that, really. No, no game does it, and it's it's not that it's weird. I can see like this is kind of like a really niche thing. Like I would have to go out of my way to make a use for. I think you know programming this. I think with that specifically, it could be utilized for games that are made with motion controls in mind. But I feel like everyone has abandoned motion controls on the Switch, so it's just not a thing anyone is developing anything for. I yeah. I think that's the reality of that specific thing. The switch is wait, rumble. Wait, can we go back for a second? Did you say you don't you you turn off the vibrating stuff? Yeah. Like what's games? the point? What is the point? Oh, because it's just like it's. I, I need to There's feel no that point. when I'm shooting a gun. Oh my god, no! Like I have to. Like when my oh, yeah. controller is like nah. dying when we're playing. If we're, if I'm playing Overwatch and all of a sudden it goes from the rumble to me having Diva's guns to nothing. I will don't even know what to do. I feel so lost. I feel like I'm completely pulled out of the game. I mean, I probably I... still have it on on Overwatch, but like there are yeah, certain yeah. things like right now I still have it turned on in Soul Hackers and actually I need to remember after this I need to turn it off because I just don't need it there. And on the Switch, I almost primarily turn it off and partially that's because and I think it might be cuz 
be of HD rumble. I play Switch handheld a lot, and sometimes when I'm in bed, that shit is so fucking loud. Like it's not even that it's that it's like I think my in my hands, it's it it just makes noise. And I'm trying to play video games late at night at like three o'clock in the morning. I'm not trying to wake fucking Jen up with fucking because it's just super loud. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So like I I mentioned before probably that I spent a stupid amount of money on that fucking uh, fusion whatever controller for the Switch mm-hmm. that has like the back paddles and all that stuff and the removable yeah. faceplate. That controller, despite being a hundred dollars or whatever, it does not have rumble. So it's very weird to what? play a game. I'm expecting things to rumble and it doesn't rumble. Why would it not have rumble? At this point, I don't like. I, I feel like Rumble's I, been. I think out of because it was already so expensive, that was, maybe that was the one cost-cutting measure they just decided to go with. Yeah, I don't know. It, I just think Rumble can work in certain games, and I, I don't. Maybe I don't turn it off in every scenario. Like I'm trying to think. It's any gun. I need it in any gun game, and which is ninety percent of the stuff I play. Since like, the thing is, I, I just don't like, think I need it. I just don't. Even when I turned it, like even when I the few times we play Smash or whatever, and I I try breaking that out, thinking that's gonna make me play better. It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm just not good at video games. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, no. you know, when I play, I don't have any sort of feedback in my controller when collisions happen. I feel like something is wrong. Yeah. Listen. Free yourself from the shackles of of Rumble. Some games use Rumble well, and like Todd said, like yeah, a game like like a shooting, like a FPS, where like you're getting that specific feedback, that's a little bit different. I think for me, it might be more of like a game like Soul Hackers. Anytime it is rumbling, I I don't like that is not improving my experience in any way. Like, that's not giving me anything additional. If I'm, like, specifically, when I pull a trigger, it gives me a vibration. I understand that that is, like, a, a maybe potentially more immersive or a better feeling. But, like, I don't know. A lot of single-player games, I guess, don't. I don't know. Now I am curious. I'm going to go through and I'm going to pay attention to what games I actually turn Rumble off in. I just feel like, as of lately, I do turn Rumble off often because I just don't care or want that uh feedback um but anyways todd if you've been playing cult of the lamb how are you feeling about that i uh i actually love the game um but i did have a game breaking glitch that killed about five hours into my game um yeah so like it's like it goes between like animal crossing style stuff and then going into the the whole roguelite play but like the roguelite stuff's like 10 minutes missions basically you know mm-hmm. so it's but my game breaking glitch was that i could no longer go to the roguelites part the wall was just would not come down it was a state up then i googled it and it was like yeah this is an issue i'm like motherfucker and then i googled that there was like so many other issues i just restarted the game and i really really fucking like the game i like the aesthetics i like like the everything about it just looks cool the animation and everything mm-hmm. but i'm so i'm so nervous because i feel like i was burned by a game like this before where like I forget what game it was, but I bought it early and then everything shit the bed and then I had to start over again. What game is it? Oh, that happened to me in fucking Ghost of Tsushima. Like I played oh, like really? six hours and then like yeah, like I was so mad. Um It happened to yeah, you with like, Discrim too. You got you got like hard locked in Discrim for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'm like, I'm gonna play it again, but if it quits on me again, I'll be I really like this game. Like I really want to play it more. 
and I'll be so mad if it's like. But like I said, I, I think I sent you that link to the. I think it was like Devolver posted it, and like yeah. every like the top thirty comments were like, "Hey, I've had this great." It was like seven game break, breaking glitches on it, but uh, when the game is working great, the game's fucking awesome. Like I feel like most people would like this game. Yeah, it's on my list. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but my plate is a little full right now, which I guess I can get into. Um, so I just, I just finished a game called Voyage, which is a you know very short, very uh, you know concise little the the developer calls it a cinematic platformer and i think that's like a very good description of what this game is because from a gameplay perspective like you are solving puzzles and i would i would argue that for the most part the puzzles are not that challenging um but it's not necessarily a bad thing like if you were going into this game expecting a certain thing this would not potentially deliver that to you but like i went into this knowing what it was to a degree so i was excited to kind of experience this you know very pleasing art style very good music like fantastic music um and i walked away really enjoying the game i mean it's a game that i think is hard to like I put up an hour-long playthrough of the first hour of the game. So if you're curious about the game but don't want to spend money on it, I would check out that video. Or I also put up a brief review on our website. So if you are curious about my deeper thoughts, you can go over there at uh, pastcontroller.io. And you can read that or watch that. And that will give you a good feel for what this game is. Because I feel weird recommending the game if you don't know what the game is. But the art style is gorgeous. The music is very, very good. And... I didn't play it co-op. It is a co-op game that you you can play with another person. I think if you were playing it with the right person, like if I played this with Jen, I think Jen would really like the game. Um, And I think maybe I'd like it even more because it's really just not heavy gameplay. It is just a 2D plane solving very, you know, for the most part, easy puzzles. And you're kind of just like, there's no dialogue, there's no text, but there is a story happening. But it's like you can try to interpret the story or just play through the game. It doesn't like it's really however you want to digest it. Um, and I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Like it, it's a fun little experience. I still am thinking about the music and the art style. Uh, it's hand painted. the The soundtrack is by the same person that did music for snipper clips and a few other games that have really good music and it's just it's just a nice little bite-sized thing like it's just it's a nice is piece it of on art xbox right now or is it, it's on xbox it, it came out uh it came out today um i finished it a few days ago it came out today it's available i think on everything playstation xbox switch pc I, I like games like this i like games that are i can like just veg out and like kind of not have to it's just like pretty and like you said with the music because what's that there was a uh, what game did I fucking play like this? Uh, that that guitar game that where you play like uh, Bob Dylan. I forget what it's called. It's Artful Escape. Artful Escape. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something like that where the yeah. gameplay is so minimal. It's just yes. like you're not really yeah. doing much of anything. You're, it's more pretty and like the music's cool. And yeah, stuff like, like that. Like if you're looking for that type of experience, you know, I I would look into it. I think it's something that can deliver if you're if that's what you're looking for. Like again, if you're looking for like the next best puzzle game, this is not that. If you're looking for like the next, you know indie platformer also not that this is like a very specific experience and i think if that's the type of thing you like to check out 
then I think, you know, you might, you might enjoy it. Um, it's also, I mean, I'm assuming the achievements are the same as the trophies. I don't know if they are, but as I, play, as I played it on Xbox, but it was, I believe, an unmissable thousand gamer score. So, like, if you care Holy about shit. that stuff, I mean, you know, it's a pretty easy platinum if you're on PlayStation, and it was a pretty easy thousand gamer score on Xbox. Um, so I think it can appeal to that crowd as well. I think I ultimately finished the game in about an hour and a half, maybe two hours max. It's not a long game. It, if you want to dig into the story more, you can probably replay it a little bit more and try to like figure out what's going on. But I, my takeaway from it was I enjoyed this game for what it was. I enjoyed thinking about the story, but not thinking too hard about it and kind of just letting it exist for what this game was. And I, I look at this as more of a piece of art than really anything else. And I enjoyed my time with it. Um, so check that out. Uh, or check out the stuff that I did on it if you want to read more or watch more about that game. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk a little more uh, about was, I've kind of alluded to it earlier in the episode, but I am playing Soul Hackers 2. Um, so I still can't, I haven't finished the game yet, um, but I can only talk about specific things at this moment. Um, we can't really go too deep into what the game is or certain story beats or whatever. Uh, so I'll just kind of talk a little more broadly about the game. Um, and as we get closer to the game coming out, there will be more stuff from me, probably a written review, uh, definitely another podcast about it. Uh, I think I'm putting together a spoiler cast review cast. Uh, I have a couple people ready to go on that. So there'll definitely be some more stuff. I'll have some YouTube videos up about the game as well. If you want to check out the game in motion, but what I will say is this, because I think my opinion on it might end up being useful for some people, because I did not play Soul Hackers 1. I've played plenty of JRPGs. I like Persona 5 a lot. I started playing Persona 3. Eventually, I'll play Persona 4. I like Atlas games. I've played other non-RPG Atlas games. If you're looking for Soul Hackers 2 to be Persona, I think you need to reevaluate what you want out of this game because it is definitely not persona i like i was thinking well i'm still early and there's still only certain things i can talk about but i'll I'll say this i am enjoying my time with the game so far i have some not negatives but i have some critiques about the game but they're mostly minimal at this point they're not like big things it's just mostly like oh i kind of don't love how close the camera is to ringo like while you're moving around in the overworld like i I think it's like not a good camera placement um it's like too close to the character but that's like just my personal take it's not like a big you know big to do um but when i was thinking about this in relation to persona 5 so far i was thinking about how like okay Persona 5 slash Royal, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Dragon Quest Eleven. I would argue that those three games are like genre-defining JRPGs that have come out in the last few years. I don't get the fucking Dragon's Quest. I played a good chunk of it, too. I don't get it. How far did you get in Dragon Quest? I don't know. I played like, like eight, ten hours. You played that much of it? I don't believe that. Yeah. Where did you get in the story of that game? It's been a while. I don't. I don't fucking know. I, to be honest with you, I honestly have no idea. What did you play it on Xbox? 
it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I know it's on Game Pass. That's why I was curious. There's no way. There's no way that you. I I mean I think it's fair to say that Todd doesn't like JRPGs. No, he definitely fine. doesn't. It's just like. Uh, I no, I think he loves Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, like <laughs> I fucking yeah, no, but like yeah, but, but I, I love. Okay. I, fucking, I want more okay. games like that. I want to actually. I'll probably try Triangle Strategy if I can get it on sale at some point because just because I do like that style. That's more know, tactical like though. Style of it. Yeah, and that's fine yeah. though because I actually you, really liked Fire Emblem, but I just didn't like the school part. So like, yeah, I like. Yeah, you might like. You might like that though. then. You should also look into Dealfield Chronicles. That's coming out uh, I think later this year, and then. uh I don't. You. I think you would like Live Alive a lot. You should probably pick that up at some point. I probably would like that too. That looks pretty cool too. I yeah. I want stuff on like Xbox or PlayStation. Like I hate to like shit on Switch, but just give me Switch stuff on Switch at this point. I, I mean, Live Alive is a Switch exclusive. I know. I hate that though. It's a good game. It's perfect handheld. It's a perfect oh, handheld no, game. No, listen. I I'm sure it's great, but yeah, like Monster Hunter, I fucking love. But like that thing chugs on the Switch, and it doesn't look great. I don't think that game chugs oh. on the Switch. It might not look like a, so the best, say, but I don't like, like it chugs. It doesn't. I, it could run so much better, I guess, is basically what I'm trying to Like, I would love for it to be on, like, just give me that game on fucking Xbox or a PlayStation. Let me play it on something else that, like, you know, is... I buy a PC if you really want to fucking... I know. I, I haven't never even looked at what it looks like on PC. I'm actually yeah. kind of curious on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But as far as I am in the game... I to back to bring it back to Soul Hackers. I don't think that it is necessarily like I've seen some of the previews coverage that's out there now, and I haven't read it because that especially when I'm covering a game, I try not to really read other people's opinions until after I've done my stuff because I don't want to be influenced by their opinion or uh, you know I I just I want to have my own thoughts and try to keep them my own thoughts as as much as possible and kind of interpret it and and ingest it my own way for as much of that as I can. Uh, obviously, uh, I have a few friends that are also playing the game right now and you know, I'm, we will talk about the game. I'm sure. So Cam in the chat says he, he wouldn't put uh, like a dragon in that group, which I respectfully disagree. Um, but yeah. So with soul hackers too, what I'll say is I'm enjoying it. Some of the some of my think some of my holdups at this point are, I feel like, so I, as I had said, if you were looking for Persona, you might want to reevaluate what you're looking for in this game because I don't think if you're looking for the same type like Persona Five is does a lot of things, a lot of things going on, and I feel like so far for me at least, Soul Hackers Two is a little bit more streamlined. I don't I don't necessarily know if I would say it is smaller. But it feels like it has a more linear progression path as far as the main story and like building your sort of party and relationships with the characters that that you get. Um, I think that it has a lot of the similar aspects to the combat system that you would expect from an Atlas game or specifically if you played Persona 5 um, with some changes and some differences because... I think all of their the Atlas RPGs have their sort of particular way of handling the combat system, but have like overlapping, you know, types of systems and, and use of enemies and use of battle mechanics and stuff. Um, but I'm really liking it. I, I was I was you know streaming a little bit of it private privately for Mike because we cannot stream that game yet. Um, 
and Mike was saying already just from the brief that he watched, you were you were kind of digging the vibe of the game, Mike, right? Like the setting and, and yeah, kind of tone. It, it it seemed cool, like the the area you were in. I don't know if it was very unique in the sense that you know I kind of liked the different themes of the palaces in Persona Five, mm-hmm. but I I liked the general vibe of it in in a broader sense. Yeah, I guess I would say. Yeah, so it's it's. Like that. Gotta type. Yeah, it's tough for me to fully critique the the they're not palaces and soul hackers too. They're uh, I I don't know what I can call them. I'll just call them dungeons. Yo, spoilers. Um, so I'll just call them dungeons for now. But I feel like at least I'm I'm probably about five hours into the game at this point, and I think that the dungeon design, like the dungeon design, and and, and I also kind of hate that I'm doing this comparing it to Persona so much because they're not that but i feel like that might make it more kind of digestible for people listening who know persona um is that the dungeon design in persona felt very deliberate because the palaces were tied to story beats and not that the dungeons in this game in soul hackers 2 aren't tied to story beats but at least so far in the game they don't feel as uh, thematic. Whereas personas were like, you're in Kamashita's palace, so it's like the school, but it's a castle. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like a very deliberate yeah. uh, setting for each person's. That's what I liked. That's why I liked with Persona is that each one was like, and, and gr- granted, a lot of them were kind of, uh, they were stretches, mm-hmm. kind of contrived. Like, oh yeah, you know, this is like a you know like gambling so it's a casino don't get me wrong it was fun i get it but the the explanation for it was kind of a reach yeah but i still liked it yeah yeah um i'm in the same boat with you there uh, although palace 5 was kind of a mess even with that like even giving it that like okay a space station like what what, what what's going on here no don't don't fuck was it. palace 5 Har- haru yeah okay uh yeah I, I don't know that was like oh i i treat my workers like robots so i guess we're in a space station and yeah i don't know i mean like, oh, i that's that's there's a bunch of things wrong with that palace. unless the reach was like a bezos type like super rich i can fucking fly to the moon type person uh like now that i'm thinking about like the the basis was like oh i always liked this I don't know. It's like a space station toy when I was a kid. It doesn't matter. I guess I have to play Persona Five again. Hell yeah! It's coming to Game Pass in October. Yeah. I think right, October. I think so. Yeah, but I've said before, like I I played Persona, tw- let's say three times, maybe four, and realistically, I played Persona One once, and I mean Persona Five once, and then Persona Five Royal once. Yeah. And I only played Persona Five Royal because. I was able to like really rush through all that game. Yeah. I mean, I, this is what I'll say right at this point, Mike, if yeah, you're, right, how quick can you rush through that game? Cause it's pretty, it's pretty trash. I, I yeah, rushed I through, get... I rushed through it because number one, I knew what I had to do. And number two, because I played persona five originally, I was yeah. given a bunch of like high level persona that I could use to like really rush through early yeah. parts of the game. Cause I was over leveled with those characters. Todd, I think if you were to play persona five Royal and not, try to do everything you could probably on like the super aggressive end 
maybe finish the game in 60 hours. You could probably pull off the Persona, like you could play Persona 5 Royal and easily pull off the Persona 5 original ending in that game pretty easily. Like, like less hours, than 60? I don't know about less than 60, but like I think it's what, like an 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 eighty ninety hour game. Yeah, he could probably. Oh, get, oof. I can't. Cut he could probably. No he way. could probably get to that ending. T- like, t- it, t- it's t- definitely t- like quicker than getting the Persona Five Royal ending. Yeah, I don't think he gets the Royal ending yeah. that much. Yeah. No. I don't know. I Persona Five Royal for me is like one of my favorite games of all time. I love that game. Um, I think it's unfair to continue to like talk about Soul Hackers Two and continue to bring up persona five. Cause I don't think there are two games. I think there are two games that are not trying to do the same thing. I get that they're both Atlas games and I get that I'm the one that keeps doing this. Uh, cause I'm the one playing it, but I, I also like, I, I think it's an interesting perspective for someone like me who didn't play the first soul hackers to be able to kind of critique and talk about this game as I'm playing it. Um, with, you know, my specific experience, which is I've played persona five and five and five Royal, um, I'm like a third of the way through Persona 3. I've played plenty of other, you know, JRPGs. Um my hope with Soul Hackers 2 is that it continues to pull me along and keep me invested cuz as of right now I'm invested in enjoying the game. Um but my ultimate I think the ultimate takeaway from me, which is where I hope I land at the end of the game when my full review is also available is that it is a game that is good, but it's also a game that is good for somebody who didn't play the first game because I believe the first game is like 25 years old. I, I think it's a like a 90s game. And then I think it got remade for the DS or 3DS. And, you know, now we have a sequel to that game. I want to avoid spoiling anything for myself in Soul Hackers 2. So I'm refusing to look up the plot of oh, soul hackers one right <laughs> i'm refusing to look at the plot of soul hackers one to see if this is how like how closely aligned this story is with the first game if it's similar characters or you know, the same characters or whatever i have no idea about any of that information um and i think with that in mind you know i think the beginning of the game so far does a good job of kind of speaking for itself and i don't feel like i'm lost like i don't feel like there is lore or uh, concepts or story structure that I'm missing. I feel like the game is doing a good job of explaining to me what is going on. Um, are there Easter eggs or, or other things? Maybe I would know if I played the first game, probably potentially, but I don't feel like the game is leaving me out, which I think is important, especially seeing as how this game is, you know, coming out 25 or so years later. Um, but I think ultimately where I'm at right now is I'm just really looking forward to getting further in the story to see kind of where things are unfolding. As I feel like the beginning part of the game, without really revealing anything about the story itself, it doesn't feel rushed, but it feels like it kind of starts you off and kind of gets you into the mix of things very quickly, um, both narratively and with your party members, um, to the point where I feel like it forces these characters together in a way where I feel like maybe if they took a little bit longer to establish these connections with the people, 
I might care a little bit more about their motivations or what they're trying to accomplish. Um, but with the progress I've made in the game, I'm hopeful that there will be more of a reason for me to care about these characters and pull me into their stories and make it make sense that these characters are together. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to uh, continue to play more. I'm looking forward to uh, playing through the rest of this game and talking about it uh, on the podcast when we have that cast on for that show and looking forward to, uh, you know, writing my review on my thoughts on it when I'm done. But I think that's all I can really say at this point about Soul Hackers. I think uh, I think if it's a game you're interested in because you like JRPGs, I think you should keep it on your radar. I think if it's a game you're interested in because you liked Persona 5, I think you should understand that this game is not like Persona 5 in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, it is similar, uh, but it's more of on, like, I think, baseline concepts and gameplay. Um, just, you know, do do your research. When the game comes out, when you get closer to the, the game coming out, there will be more, you know, stuff available for you to watch and read and, and stuff. I think you should, uh, you know, spend your time looking into that if if you're on the fence about it um because yeah i think it's i think it is uh potentially going to be a good game this year but at the point i'm at in the game i would be shocked if this game was like knocked me off my feet and i was like wow this is my game of the year i think it could still be a game that i love and adore i just don't think it's going to be this 10 out of 10 you know masterpiece things could change i'm sure i have plenty of hours to go in this game but at this point, I don't think that it's going to be some genre-defining must-play experience. But I think if you like JRPGs, there's a lot here for you. Um, with that being said, I mean, I kind of want to talk about Evo a little bit, but we are getting close to an hour, so I feel like we okay. should probably just uh, hit up what's in the box and call it a night. Yeah, whatever. So... I mean, the the one thing I'll say about Evo, besides the fact that it seemingly fucking got everyone ready to play fighting games again, which is getting me real excited. Mike's talking about, Mike's fucking bought Guilty Gear. Fucking everyone's playing Guilty Gear. Oh, that hype will die in like a couple weeks until Street Fighter comes out. Okay, Multiverses. <laughs> that hype will die, but Multiverses hey, said, will be forever. I said Street Fighter, Street Fighter, not Multiverse. Uh... Shit. I mean, kind of, but I feel like, hmm. All right, yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's rock it out. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a live uh, field correspondence from Evo right now. Cause Cam was oh at Cam was at God. Evo, so he's gonna pop in and oh give his Evo God. thoughts. Shit. This means Cam's gonna sneak in and fucking get some what's in the box questions. Some points. <laughs> I gotta, it's going to fuck up all the cameras, probably. Yeah, it's fine. You don't have to come on camera if you don't want to, Cam. I'll come on camera. All right. Live? Make a fifth window for Cam, and we'll leave uh, Ben Affleck dumb. Why is this not working? Oh, it's because I didn't turn my camera on. Fucking live and in the mix, Cam just said, I'm dropping hot. Pull me in, coach. Oh. Sub me I in. I mean, like, you're talking about Evo. I was like, I was there. I can talk about the actual event itself. Hell yeah. So, like, hit us with the knowledge. I mean, Cam, 
Uh, well, first of all, I mean, if if you don't know who Cam is at this point, like, what the fuck are you doing? If you know who we are but don't know who Cam <laughs> is, I mean, let's just fucking call it what it is. Uh, how are you doing, Cam? Uh, good. Um, I'm, I just got home from work. I just had some wing stop. I'm, uh, I'm thriving, you know? I'm thriving. Hell yeah. Love to yeah. see it. So you, um, you were at the event. You were at Evo. Yeah, it was kind of like a last-second decision. I was, you know, because I, like, for those that don't know, I live up in Reno. So, like, Evo taking place in Vegas, which is also where, like, you know, I'm, I grew up. So it was just one of those things. Was just, uh, it's been a minute since I've been to Evo. I went to Evo back, I want to say 2015 was, like, the first Evo I went to and the last Evo I went to. And that was before they, like, changed venues for it. It used to be at the... Uh, Las Vegas Convention Center, I want to, be- uh, I believe, and then um, it ended up. Uh, they ended up moving it to the Mandalay Bay a few years ago. I want to say like 2018. Um, and uh, since that, you know, so I wanted to go because a bunch of people in the industry were going, and like you know, again, it was just a short trip, and I just haven't gone since they did the venue change. I wanted to see if it's any different, and also just when playstation buying you know sony buying evo now and like all that stuff i was just very curious to see like kind of how the event would turn out in person mm-hmm. and it was it was great it, it was a lot better than what it used to be um it's it's bigger it's you know there's actual like you'll you know at, at old evo you would have like the vendors and you would have like people you know the the companies that would help like customize your fighting stick and stuff like that but i felt like it was more it felt more like a convention Mm -hmm. this time around than a fighting game just like the fighting game tournament stuff um and yeah it was a really nice space um you know they enforced masks which was great um and you uh, being vaccinated as well which was awesome yeah that's Um, huge and uh yeah it was cool they were able to i I think the event ran rather smoothly i know on the second day when they were doing the top eights for that bottom half of the nine uh games on the on the main the main list um they were really behind they were really behind that day uh they were like i want to say like two hours behind so by the time dragon balls dragon ball fighters was done um, it was like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, when it was supposed Ooh. to end before midnight. Um, it was still like a lot of fun, and again, like I'm at, I'm at a point now. Like the event was impressive enough, it impressed me enough. Where moving forward, I plan on going to Evo every year. Hell yeah! I mean, I'm down. If if the world wasn't the way it was right now, I I would have been there because Evo is like. Yeah top of my list for one of the things I, I want to do we were we were supposed to go in 2020 and then obviously no yeah, and, I, and i just yeah, i just went as a spectator right but like yeah. next year ooh, street fighter 6 coming out yeah it's gonna be I fucking so, crazy but but yeah and then like um in the last day the tickets are kind of different um they're they have like an arena and uh you can you know you buy a ticket and that's where they do the top top four uh, game so it was king of fighters uh tekken 7 street fighter 5 and then guilty gear strive and uh I, originally i wasn't going to go to that the tickets were like 80 dollars, but i had a buddy that was able to get me in for free and i was like 
let's go hell yeah um so i got in for free and it was just it was a really good time like even you know going with a, a bunch of friends and watching those games and like man especially like idom's loser run in street fighter 5 was that being there live i can't even was, imagine it was so hyped dude it was so hyped. like that that right there was like up there for me if not better than when samsora went up against mkleo like that was why weren't you there with me for that what do you mean were you there why didn't you go to shine with me I was looking. I was going through my closet. I, I bought like a a shine jersey, shine two thousand nineteen. Uh, I don't remember. But wait, that when MK when Samsora went through losers to fight MKLeo in the finals, wasn't that at CEO or something I else? Was at, I remember being at maybe it was at Shine. At I don't Shine, know. and I remember like I think I was there when Samsora won there. Didn't he have to go? Didn't uh, Samsora go through losers to get to MK Leo in finals? Someone had to go to through losers to fight in that last battle. I don't remember who it was. It might have been MK Leo. It it might have been Samsora. I don't remember who. If you want to watch a crazy, like in my opinion, the craziest losers run I've ever seen in any fighting game, like it's all it's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. Watch the top eight or watch you know watch the top eight for um for street fighter 4 in 2015 like better than idom because that idom run like i was fucking edge of my seat the whole night like i was i had my phone on like i was oh i won't i won't um i won't say exactly what happened because i think that is a part of the experience um, but people were crying at the end of it. Wow. People were legitimately crying. Wow. Yeah, I get like, some I get some weekend viewing now. I get something to like, watch. Yeah, com- commentators were crying. Like, it was very emotional. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about it. But also, you're going to watch, like, you know, competitive Street Fighter 4, which is way better than competitive Street Fighter 5. So. Yeah, I mean, you're um, not wrong there. <laughs> Street Fighter 4, fucking... The Street Fighter Four compared to Street Fighter Five. I was gonna say Street Fighter Four the goat, but I, I'll hold, I'll bite my tongue there. But Street Fighter Four is absolutely better than Street Fighter Five. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So um, and uh, yeah, it was great. I'm trying to think about what else was um. What was your yeah, What was the, the best? Like, what was the best event that you sat in at? Was it Street Fighter Five Finals? I mean, it was the arena as a whole was really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I I hung out with Michael, you know, Hyam from Fanbyte, friend of the show. He we love Michael. Watch. He wanted to watch um the topic for Melty Blood, and I was just like, you guys yeah. were on the stream multiple times. We, we were on the stream. <laughs> I felt I felt like a little bit bad because I had my fuck racism no more heroes three shirt on. Nah, fuck that. But I'm but also fuck I'm racism. Like, no, 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 for sure. But I was also just like, oh man, like. You know, like Evo's gonna want to use this probably as promotional material later, and it's just like some dude wearing <laughs> fuck races. It was just kind of, uh, it was just one of those things. Like I had no regrets wearing that shirt. Yeah, I wore it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was that was funny. Um, but that was really Melty Blood was really fun because the guy who ended up getting second, their teammate, his teammates were right next to us. Oh wow, so they were. 
they were popping off for him like all the time. And he almost ran a, I think, he, no, he reset the bracket. He reset the bracket. So it was, you know, up to that last set. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it was up to the last game. And he almost won. And, but and his teammates were just like going off. Like one of them was dressed as Spider-Man for some reason. <laughs> um, it was great. It was, it was awesome. And then, yeah, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters was great. Cause there was just like such a huge crowd watching for that. And then like when, <laughs> when someone played a cell, everyone did like his yell and stuff like yeah. that in the beginning. And yeah, it was great. Um, it really felt like, it felt like a lot of people were just like, just missed Evo. Oh yeah. Missed being around the fighting game community. There was just like a lot of love. I never saw like, there was nothing that I saw that would, that like felt like ugly or like, Oh, this is a bad look. Why did this person do that? Like mm. it was all good vibes. Yeah. And I just like feel like, especially in 2022, like it's rare for that to happen. It's rare. It's rare for you to like, you know, even with like PAX East, right. We had a great time in PAX East. But then, like, someone died of COVID. Was yeah. Like, or Enforcer died, and I was like, oh, that sucks. And then, like, you know, I got COVID for the first time, and, like, some other people got COVID, and, you know. And that's, like, you know, that's a risk, obviously. But, like, there were, you know, there were some just some some things that kind of came out negatively about that. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, and everything that's happening with TwitchCon already, like, I mean, granted, they reversed their, they finally, like, you know, fixed it today, but who knows, like, how that end result is going to be with them actually enforcing that yeah. rule, you know, mm-hmm. at that point. So I will say, yeah, Evo oh, just ran really flawless. Yeah. I think I will say like compared to other big competitive scenes, like, you know, a lot of those other big competitive communities, it's like that game is the community and it's big enough and like functions and like does what it does. Whereas like fighting games is like a community of a bunch of games. And I feel like, that's such a unique and beautiful thing where it's like, you know, you watch, you watch the overwatch league. It's like, it's just about overwatch, which is fine. You watch, you know, competitive call of duty or you you watch Dota or something or league. It's like all those things exist by themselves and have their big audience and all that stuff where I feel like fighting games come together in this very unique, beautiful way. And, we haven't had that in a few years, and obviously for me personally, like it's kind of sad that Smash is involved because I love Smash. Um, but like to see, not only to see like all of these games back up on the stage with like good competitors and just a good vibe around the event, but like I don't know, I just feel like a lot of these fighting games are in really healthy places right now. Like Tekken is fucking thriving. Like. Uh, Guilty Gear is doing very well. Like some of these smaller games are getting more more buzz. Like Dragon Ball Fighters is is doing well. Like all these communities are are doing seemingly very well, and uh, it's just exciting to see. And like you know, we get the tease for Tekken Eight. Um, yeah, obviously it's... Street Fighter Six is around the corner. Like it's just fighting games are in such a really good. I don't even want to say Renaissance because they they've never gone anywhere. But I feel like fighting games are like so close on that precipice of like pushing over into more mainstream where i feel like yeah other big communities have already done that i think i kind of would like label it a renaissance in the sense of like you know i think that there are at times there are games certain games that are in a very healthy place right like yeah when and i don't think like obviously like street fighter 5 was not what 
Street Fighter fans wanted it to be, but it's not in any way a bad game. Yeah. It's still a plenty good game. Like, the competitive scene is healthy. Um, it's just, it wasn't Street Fighter 4. Yeah. You know, and definitely not Third Strike before that. So, like, you know, back back when Street Fighter 4 was thriving, it was thriving, but, like... It was, like, the only Tek- game, really. But but, te- but Tekken really wasn't, right? Yeah. Tekken 7 wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Tekken 6 really wasn't it, you know? But then before that, Tekken 5 was thriving, but Street Fighter 4 wasn't really out yet. And, like, you know, that kind of thing where there's always something. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Tekken is still thriving. I mean, I, I, I personally think that we need to hurry up and get to 8 because 7's been out for so long. I know. Um, but, you know, 8, you know, uh, so that that's the thing. We're getting Street Fighter 6 finally, thank God. Um, and Guilty Gear Strive is great because, you know, from what I've heard, like, previous Guilty Gears had a lot of, like, legacy skills being transferred over, mm-hmm. like, where it's just basically, like, oh, the same character doing the same things. There's not a whole lot new outside of the characters that they bring in. But a lot of, you know, so, but Strive was, like, a real legitimate reset of, like, new characters and, like, new new stuff. Yeah. Um, which is great. And then we have other things that Dragon, you know, Dragon Ball got fullback. Netcode is great. Melty Blood is a thing again, which is great. Um, you know, and there King are of Fighters is that, thriving too. Like it's smaller compared to yeah. the rest of those, but like King of I Fighters mean, is but, got another battle pass or fighter pass on the way. Like fucking yeah. uh, 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 Fatal Fury slash Garu game is greenlit to fucking rock. Like. I yeah. the, I think what the fighting game community I don't has. Know who the fuck's playing these games? Because I don't fucking. I feel like I don't know anyone who plays <laughs> any of these fucking games. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's plenty of people that play them. You just don't. You're not playing. With, you're not hanging yeah, around yeah, fighting no, game. You're playing. You're in the multiverses community, Todd. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, this this is what I'll say to kind of go back to what you said, Cam. I feel like we have been at points where, like, I mean, Street Fighter has always kind of been the top dog. And, like, we've been at points where, like, Street Fighter 4 is super hot. But, like, before Street Fighter 4, there's a pretty big gap between 3 and 4. And then 5 didn't really hit the highs that they were hoping it would with a lot of people, myself included. But we're at the stage now where, like, we're past the point of it's kind of one fighting game carrying the movement, carrying the that point in time. It's, like, all of these communities have arguably maybe aside from street fighter the best game in there in the genre like they have or the best game in the franchise like like tekken 7 is fantastic people love mortal kombat 11 i personally hate mortal kombat because i'm bad at that game but like people love mortal kombat 11 people are loving king of fighters 15 14 15 uh people are loving tekken 7 i mean there are all of these games are kind of hitting their high points guilty gear strive people love that fucking game dragon ball fighters um, like if we continue this momentum, if Street Fighter Six is is as good as it looks, if tech it. thoughts, it's fucking great. Hell, fucking it's yes, real, it's really good. It 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 honestly reminds me of um, it feels like Street Fighter Four, but good. it ha- it does add like some elements to Street Fighter Five, like no V trigger or anything like that. Thank God. Yeah, um, I don't like V triggers um, either. But um, they do have like a kind of like the absorb hit punch parry type thing, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Um, 
and I'm like interested to see how that that plays. But um, yeah, it's really cool. It's really pretty. Uh, it ran super smooth from uh, you know from the demo I played. There was only four characters. It was Ryu, Chun Li, uh, Jamie, and uh, uh, Luke. So mm-hmm. um, I play like I normally play Ryu as my main in general. So like I just played Ryu, Ryu the entire time. Um, I hope Laura comes back in Street Fighter Six because one she fits that aesthetic really well. Yeah. Um. So that would be really cool. Um. And also, like, I just really like her as a character in Five as well, and how she plays, and like, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wash, washed up Ken all day, baby. Divorced Ken. <laughs> I uh, and, I mean, I forgot to mention Smash. Obviously, Smash is you know pro. Our, is, is that I, a netcode thing? Is that why they don't do it? At, Smash is that? Yeah, like why isn't Smash it? Like, uh, no, I forget why Smash. Is, yeah, Nintendo doesn't want it. Nintendo shut yeah. it down. Fucking Nintendo. Like, Nintendo. Jesus yeah, and that was probably like, they're doing with the Sony thing. That was because of probably yeah, it was probably because Sony bought Evo that they yeah. decided that they weren't going to. So do it it, it's unfortunate, but like Smash is also like you know, I know the competitive scene has its underlying issues in Smash, unfortunately, um, <laughs> but that game has done a lot for the fighting community because it brings more mainstream attention to fighting games. And I think Multiverses actually probably has that same opportunity to pull in a younger crowd to get people excited for fighting games. Um, So like, I think we're just really at this like apex point of fighting games continuing to just stay strong and thrive, you know, unless Street Fighter six and Tekken eight are terrible, which I don't expect them to be. Um, but with you know other games getting greenlit, we're getting new characters for fucking Skullgirls, like all these smaller exp- rollback netcode for Ultimax. Like we're getting so many smaller games too, getting support and getting love. I just it's such a beautiful time to be a fighting game fan. And if you're not a fighting game fan, you should really really figure out what the game is that'll do it for you, and and you know pick your poison and jump in because there's a lot so of experiences out there. No I feel like people like Soul- the oh, last yeah. Soul Caliber though, right? It's gotten better since, since like, I mean, like, because I think that 2 is, well, I, I, actually, I would say, like, most people would argue that Soul Calibur 1 is the best in the series. 2 was cool because it had Link and things like that. Yeah. But even t- even today, you could go back to Soul Calibur 1, and it plays very well. Um, I do love Soul Calibur. Yeah, and, like, but I think, especially with 4, when they introduced, like, the Star Wars characters, which was cool, it just, like, wasn't... You know, it didn't turn out to be what it needed to be. It's gotten better every entry, but it it's just like it's kind of that mentality of like, why play this when Tekken exists? Oh, see, I like it so much better than Tekken. I hate Tekken. I don't know. I'm just not a Tekken fan. I'm in the like minority. Tekken is just like more. I guess like because like with Tekken. Well, like, in Soul Calibur, you can easily, like, ring out people, and I think that would just make, from a competitive standpoint, it's just, like, a little less engaging, and I just don't know how as combo-heavy Soul Calibur is compared to Tekken. I'm honestly not super knowledgeable about Soul Calibur. Mm. The new game, I didn't put a lot of time into it. It was, I think it was on Game Pass briefly, and I checked it out, but I I didn't buy it. They got some cool cult, like... I mean, in, in five and six they had cool. Yeah, they had cool collabs. They had Ezio and five, which like 
brought my uh, attention. Was in it too. I didn't even know that. And then yeah, he was like the main uh, crossover character for five, and then uh, uh, Geralt was the one for uh, six, mm-hmm. and then two B was later announced, which was awesome. But yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I I'm happy you popped in to talk about Evo because I th- I think fighting games are in a super healthy place right now, and I hope it continues on that trend because fighting fighting games are just different than a lot of other video games. Like they're just a different type of game, and there's a great community behind it. And like if you want to get better at a fighting game, like those discords and reddits and stuff are out there to like find people who just want to help you get better. I'm sure you know, there's plenty of dicks yeah. everywhere, but like. There are people in the fighting game community that will gladly champion new players and help you and like teach you the ropes and like it is such a wonderful thing when you have people that you can play fighting games with because fighting games struggle the most I think when you don't have people to play with. Um, sure, you can play online against strangers. Sure, you can play arcade modes and you know what other types of single players are there. But when you have people to play with, like I miss so badly. Like Mike and I used to go to uh the smash local in boston often like we would go there even if we weren't like playing a lot or even if we weren't like winning it was just fun to be in that atmosphere at least for me i don't want to speak for mike but like it was fun to be in that atmosphere it's fun to be in that competitive atmosphere and then like uh we would like uh, there's an arcade bar in salem called bit bar that does not i wouldn't call it locals but they do weeklies they do tournaments almost every thursday i think uh, and I think right now they're currently doing Smash, Tekken, and I think maybe Guilty Gear. And Guilty Gear. Yeah. So like, I think so. I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to swing by to be honest. Yeah. I do intend to do that. I'm just too lazy. By the time I get home, well, it depends. It depends on my Thursday, but like, I'm just too lazy to get dressed yeah. and then go downtown. But like having I'll never that. Go my ahead. First, my first Smash tournament I went to with you guys at the bottom of Harrison's. And, like, I heard all those jokes about, like, oh, yeah, and all this shit. You know, when I say I walk down those stairs, it's like I got, like, hit in the face with just, like, B.O. everywhere. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, it's it's true. You know, it's like, there's yeah, a reason yeah. why, there, Todd, 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 there's a reason why they just, they just covered up, like, you can't go downstairs anymore. They covered that whole thing up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's normally like that. You can't go down there. That's where they keep, like, their stock and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, right. sure, you go to PAX, it smells. Like, everything smells because people are gross. No, but. Uh yeah, I have I, I never thought that when I was at Pax, but I mean I stay around the people I know for the most part, so yeah, I don't deal with that much. Yeah, but like anime convention, that's where the shit happens. Yeah, actually, you're right. Anime Boston is pretty rough. Um, but I I I will say that like the competitive atmosphere and like being around people that want to play. Like again, obviously, there's like dicks or people that are like you know way too aggressive if they lose or something like whatever like that stuff exists in in every competitive atmosphere but that community around fighting games i think is different i think uh when you find people that want to just play a good game and get better together it's it's a good time and it's it's uh it's fun uh i mean if you want to add anything about soul hacker since you're also playing it just has to stay within the preview bounds um how are you feeling about soul hacker so far game so <laughs> sorry so um i don't know how much i can say really. you you can't talk about story stuff you can talk up until the underground abandoned railroad dungeon can i talk about, ga- can I talk about gameplay 
Uh, I think as long as it's not story spoilers, yes. Yeah, so I'm reviewing this for IGN. Um, so you can check that out soon. I think um, I think it's a good I think it's a good game. Um, and I think that uh, it is. I think what man it's really hard like i'm not like i know i'm meeting the parameters of the of, of what the preview you know what i can say for the preview mm-hmm. but also i'm 40 hours into this game now so i don't want to like say too much you know what i mean yeah no that makes sense so i mean um, you're obviously way further than me because i got my quote a little bit later but you're yeah. did you like the game at the beginning and you still like it now Okay, that's that is good to know because I'm I'm like hopeful that like I'm enjoying the game so far. I'm enjoying the story. I mean, I have my you know some critiques about it, but like I think overall I'm enjoying the experience, and I'm hopeful that that will carry me through, and I'll enjoy it throughout. That's my my hope is that it does. What I what I'll say is I think the strongest part of this game is is its characters. Oh, that's um, very good to know. Okay, and I will also say that. It's tough. <laughs> it's, it is tough. It's for, hard to say, like, I, I know, because for the preview like, stuff specifically, it, it pretty much says, like, don't talk about the story for the yeah, most part. No. Yeah, I think the characters are the strongest part of this game. Um, and I think that feeling gets stronger mm-hmm. throughout. Because, like, in the without, well, can't talk about the story. There's a specific reason. Well, there, I think the, the characters on their own are strong, but I also there's another aspect of it that I can't talk about that makes me really like um, the cast, um, uh, which is something that I guess I, like is the thing that I particularly like in JRPGs, but uh, it's a specific thing. But I can't uh, I, again disclose that. But I will say that it's a good game. Like it's it's good. <gasps> Um, I'm liking it. I echo everything that uh, Brendan said about like comparing this to Persona or SMT or anything like that. Like it's one of those things where it plays like a modern Atlas game um, in the traditional sense of like what you've you've kind of experienced in an SMT or a Persona when it comes to the turn-based combat. But, like, it has its own mechanics and, and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all, that's all I'll say on it. Well, what I'll say is this. If you're listening to Cam talk about it and you're like, damn, I really don't want to know what the fuck Cam is alluding to with uh, the things that he personally likes about the characters and the story and him specifically when it comes to JRPGs, you can not only check out his coverage on IGN when that goes live, but Cam, Lucas from Prima Games, and potentially one other person are going to join me on the podcast later this month to talk about Soul Hackers 2 in depth. So you can uh, look forward to all those. You get coverage everywhere. You get, go to get all Cam shit at IGN. You get all Lucas stuff at Prima, potentially this fourth person stuff at other site, and then my stuff. So you get all these delicious ways to ingest coverage on this game 
if you're unsure or just want to get deeper dives into this stuff. Um, but with that being said, it is that time where we are going to play a little game we like to call What's in the Box. If you're new to the show and you don't know what's in the box is, What's in the Box is a game where I pull games off the back of my shelf. I read the back of the box. The panel has to take that information and guess what that game is. The first person to get that game gets the point. The scoreboard for the year. And this is a big week because Dom is not here. So you can take some shots at the, the fucking crown right now. Dom is sitting pretty at the top with 43 points. Todd below him at 33. Mike right below Todd at 26. And, I missed three weeks, Cam. And uh, <laughs> do you even mark my points? <laughs> no, I do. I keep all guest points. Cam okay, has okay, okay. Cam has two points. I think you've only been on one time this year. Yeah, yeah. But I will. I mean, I will say Cam has definitely tuned in and gotten points in the chat. But we don't count chat oh, points. 100%. But Cam I'll has definitely like got. I probably. Have like twenty points. He, he has definitely gotten some games before anyone else has. That's for sure. Uh, I think for for guests, the the leaderboard goes Jesse at eleven, Ken at ten, and then Eric at six. Oh, what did they go on? Kale at three, Cam at two, Odell at one. Uh, what? What did Jesse and Ken go on? We did a after during during the last like 12 hour mg stream like two months ago the end of the show we did like a trivia bonanza and okay ken kale jesse and eric also joined in on the on the festivities then uh you were not around i forget where you were you may have been i don't know this would have been in june or may I forget you were not available. Okay. I, I know, know I know this. It was it was whatever day I did my twelve hour stream. Oh, why I forget I what you like you had something going on. I forget what. I feel like I was work I feel like you might have been working. working. Yeah, you might have yeah, been working. Because I, I, I remember reaching out and you were like I um whatever, not no, you weren't around that weekend or something. Um It was in May, yeah. Might have been like but the I'll second week of May. Be on an episode another episode soon to talk about a different game remember we talked about this uh maybe i'll message you i'll message you wait is it a game we can't talk about yet no yeah mess message me i'm now I'm, my brain is confused uh, where on twitter Ah, okay. Yes, 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 DM yes, yes. Boy. Yes. Oh, are we not supposed to say that we're playing that? I haven't said that, but are we? I don't think we can. can. Okay, that's what I figured like, because pre- I'm pre- like, like, I was able to say it for Soul Hackers too because a preview embargo. Exactly. Like, yeah. Able to be like, oh, hey, like, there, you know. So I don't think until the review embargo. Yeah, I think you're right because I'm pretty sure that's what Luis keeps vaguely tweeting about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, I I got code for that this morning, so I need to cool. I need to I'm put in the time. Play that. So I'm probably gonna play that like in the probably no earlier than like Wednesday next week. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but it's yeah. Are any of the Gears games more than two players? 
Yeah, um, three is four players. Okay. We got to we got to get we got to get three-way uh, fucking gears going. I'm pretty sure 3 judgment and 4 are and then 5 is only two players. That's not a weird weird workaround. I'm not saying Cam and I are playing gear 6. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying No. We had also talked about cuz Todd and I have also been talking about playing gears again. So like Let's we need to we go. need to play some fucking gears. I like I've been seeing some people play it recently and I'm like Fuck, that looks like so much fun. I mean, honestly, yeah, I, I would even play some Gears 5 multiplayer because I love Gears. I oh, just yeah. fucking deleted it off my hard drive. <laughs> like, no, All right, well, we don't have to worry about that right now. I have Gears 1 installed. Yeah. I, Gears 1 is already right, installed on my Xbox. So. Oh, yeah, I have. I think I have them all installed on my Xbox already. Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, anyway, what's in the box? What's in the box? And because because we have a guest... And because Dom's not here, no. I mean, you're basically honorary PTC at this point. Um, we we're gonna do we're gonna do double games. We're gonna do six games. Oh god! So Dom really fucked up by by dropping the ball here. Game number. Oh shit! Dom is here. Do we? Do you want me to count Dom's chat points? Do you want me to count them? All right, Dom. No. Oh, wait, uh, he's, he's googling. He's googling. He's googling. <laughs> Dom's not googling. Yeah. He's 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 his hands are occupied, not in a dirty way. No, you, you can't yeah. show up just for the game to keep your points. Wow, <laughs> wow. I need I need a consensus from the three of you. Do we count Dom's chat points or no? I don't care. You know you what? I just my make, chat points. That's fair. Just make things interesting. Just make things interesting. Give him his points. No. Let it, let it ride. I don't give a shit. This is I'm what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. If Dom gets any of these points, I'm going to give him parentheses points. Oh. Wait a second. Dom has an interesting interesting he said no. don't count That's don't bullshit. count my points but let me block theirs if I get it first. Shit. I like that actually. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Six games. No. Six games in the block and play. Yeah, I'm on board with it. He <laughs> no, he's not gonna anything. Google. No, no, Dom's not gonna Google. Not gonna go. He's an honorable oh, man. Okay. He's not Granted, no, he's he, not gonna he, do that. He he may cock block me, that's fine. That's there's okay. no, there's no there's no stakes here that he's not gonna Google. Game number one. Fight forever. Blank blank blank. Returns with more modes, more characters, and enhanced gameplay. Blank. Marvel versus Capcom 3. No. No. Dom said I'm chatting on my phone. I can't Google. That's also fair. Oh, so he's Googling and chatting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arcade mode. Engage in... Sorry, engage the CPU in battles themed after past and present blank blank titles. You do not need the full title of this game. Expanded roster includes all 12 DLC fighters from season 1 and 2. 28 characters in total. Dragon Ball Fighters? Incorrect. Street Fighter 5? Mortal Kombat 11? It is indeed Street Fighter 5. Fuck off! <laughs> Todd gets the point, bumping him up to 34. 
game number two. I was thinking it can't be Street Fighter. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's, you, honestly, if that ever comes up, just guess it. Because usually whenever I say it can't be something, it usually is what it is. <laughs> Every time. Every fucking time. Is one life enough to know blank blank? That's the whole box. Wait, really? Right. Yep. Is this... No. Is it? Wait, is this Xenoblade 2? No. Is it Xenoblade 2 The Torna Country? No. Mm, is it Xenoblade okay. 3? No. <laughs> that would be so fucking <laughs> Do we need the full title? <laughs> Those are the best ones to see. You do need is the full title of this game, Mike. It's not a Xenoblade Wait, game. Can you say it again? Is one life enough to know blank blank? Live a life? No. That's a good guess, but no. That's a good guess, actually, yeah. I I don't know what the back of that box says, though. Is um, one life. Why am I saying that? I'm not trying to think of that game. I'm trying to think of what this actual game is. I mean, I can read the other stuff in the back of the box, but it's not pertaining to the game. Sure. What is, what is it? Yeah, let's go ahead. Steelbook. The Art of Blank. Three lithographs, digital soundtrack. <laughs> lithographs, huh? A soundtrack, you say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I already forget the thing still, I asked you to repeat. Is, is one life enough to know blank blank? It's got to be a... I don't want to give stuff away, but like I feel like it's... <laughs> I've Todd's been, trying to figure out what the theme I, is. I, I, re- <laughs> I really need like a genre or. A I feel like it's like a roguelite. To be honest with you, it's one life. I mean, yeah, with one life, yeah, that makes sense. But who do I need to know in one life? I'm just trying to think about what roguelikes. Brennan I know, actually, have that might right. Physical copies of. Listen, I definitely don't know the name of this game, so I'm going to go get my grub. So I will tell you right now that half of these games tonight, though I do own them, I am not reading off the back of the box because I do not own physical copies of them. Okay. Oh, Mike wanted to go look at his encyclopedia. Well, I'm trying to alleviate, like, I don't own a physical copy of this game. But I do have it digitally. I feel like this is not going to be a tough one when you tell us what it is and we're just going to be like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. They might give up. Yeah, he went to go get his food. He said, he said I don't know what this game is. I'm out of here. <laughs> is it a fighting game? Does the panel want me to answer that question? Yeah, you that's fine. It is, yes, definitely it, answer the, I don't know what's going on. It is not a fighting game. Is it 12 minutes? Are we still on? No, it is not 12 on, minutes. Um, you are on. Is one life a know, enough to know blank blank? Enough to know blank blank. I'm searching for the man that killed my father. I'm searching for Londi. <laughs> oh shit! Is it? <laughs> is it uh, Shenmue three? It is not Shenmue three. It is not Shenmue two. All right. One life. All I need is one life. Wait, can you? What 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 comes with it again? The steelbook, the lithograph. Steelbook, the art of blank, three lithographs, and digital soundtrack. 
So the soundtrack's gonna be fucking. About what, what games come with? Hey. What games come with soundtracks or lithographs? I mean, that's definitely not a yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think about what comes. Is it a JRPG? Does the panel want me to answer this question? Sure. It is not a JRPG. Fuck. That narrows it down to me for everything else. I really don't know. Astra, stop it. Stop it. Did were you? Did you give out any other information while I walked away? I did not. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Just the same thing. Steelbook. All this other shit. Are we? Are we really stumped here? Are we taking taking a stump? I mean, I need a clue. I need a clue. You don't really need much more. The answer's there. Oh, I'm sure. Wait, no. Okay. Is one life enough to know blank blank? Wait, what's the blank blank part? I cannot reveal that. The, the <laughs> title of the game. It is not the title of the game. Is, is the title of the game is one word. The title of the game is one word. It's going to be one of those ones we is taught. It, I picked this for you and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah and I knew you'd know. <laughs> blank, blank. It's Max Payne 3, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you. One life to know blank, blank. Ugh. It's going to be so obvious when he says it to him. Uh, so fucking Ghost Runner? Incorrect. I will also repeat this game is a one word title. Ghost Runner is one word. Oh, yeah. I stand corrected. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Undertale? Incorrect. It is also not an RPG. Bro, what the this uh, game came out in the last three years. Oof. So, 2019 so... and after? Yes. Cuphead? It is neither of those games. Oh, yeah, it's not Cuphead. Cuphead didn't come with a steelbook. It neither did Undertale. If, fuck, if fucking Cuphead came out with a steelbook, I would have fucking... If <laughs> Cuphead had a collector's edition, I would have dropped a lot of money on that shit. A um, Cuphead collector's edition with lithographs would have been fucking dope. I'm so mad because I know it's going to be so obvious and we're going to be so pissed off when you tell us what the answer is. I, I know. I'm just like... I mean, I can just, give you yeah. more clues, but it's just going to be whoever says it first at that point. Yeah, that's whatever you want to get. Um, this game came out within the last two years. Because that doesn't help me. I, I, I thought... Is it no, no? Is it Celeste? Incorrect. I think Celeste came out in twenty eighteen. That's, like that's like four years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did come out twenty eighteen. You're right. Fuck. Is it an indie game? Uh, yes. You just double check, but I yeah, I believe so. I have no idea. Rogue Lace. That's two words. Oh yeah, fuck. It's I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, I'm. You're getting a stump, I think, on this one. This game is a. Hollow Knight hyphenated? (laughs) This game is a console exclusive. And I'm only saying it that way because I don't know. Do not look at the chat because Dom got it correct. Yeah. So is Dom blocking the points? Okay, he he blocked it. That's fine. Sure. Uh, The correct game was Sifu. 
is one life enough to know kung fu i'm i'm literally guessing every other game but when todd when todd said i know it's gonna be in a game where i picked this for todd i picked you for todd (laughs) i did and you didn't fucking get it yeah i definitely would not have gotten that uh dom with the block soundtrack and uh lithograph so i don't even know it yeah all right game number three an unrivaled clash of explosive proportions you do need the full title of this game okay a 2v2 blank battle Multiverses? Capcom Infinite. <laughs> Incorrect. Like, does Multiverses have a box? Does it have a box? <laughs> right now, he's, he's on computer, I think. <laughs> 2D blowout in the blank, blank crossover that dreams are made of. 2v2? Bill, is that it? Incorrect. What did you say, Todd? I said, is that it? No. Uh, build a dream team from across four unique universes and take on all Last comers. Battle. Cam gets the Let's point. I was gonna go, say it. Baby, I, I was gonna it. say it. I was gonna say it because I had mentioned to Brennan specifically. I bought this game and I have not played it. <laughs> uh, when you said four. I knew it. I was like, I fucking knew it. Game number four. Will you and blank blank penetrate the seven separate societies of blank blank and preserve the human race? You're in control. The seven what? The seven separate societies of blank blank and preserve the human race. You're in control. Near Automata. No. It's blank blank versus the powerful leaders and fighting forces of blank. The strange multi-layered land of blank blank humanoids created by the wrongly performed experiments with human beings by blank blank. Fuck. <laughs> the back of this box is fucking wild for what this game is. Like, <laughs> I I can't wait to reveal what this game is because the back of this box is ridiculous. Uh, that's maybe a clue. I don't know. Black. You... There's more. <laughs> you can hit. But like, I guess like my question is like. Is this a game that you would expect me to know? All of you know this game. Okay. Uh, Wait. Is it 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim? It is not. Damn it. <laughs> you think I know that game? You think I know that game? I don't fucking know. Blank blank. The chosen defender of the human race. For he dares to single-handedly penetrate blank. I'm sorry, blanks, seven separate societies to stop the rapid expansion of strange misrepresentations of humans. Uh, 
Blank Blank's goal is monumental. He must infiltrate seven separate heavily guarded empires, incorrect Dom, uh, by himself. He must break down and destroy the followers of empire leaders, blank, 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 and blank, blank. Is this Nino Kuni? It is not. It's not Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom either? It is not. Okay. I like all these guesses. I'm like, I don't know these names, so it's <laughs> definitely <right>. not that. <laughs> um, play Nino Kuni, by the way, if you're listening to this, because that's a fucking incredible JRPG. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't think it is, but like, is it Dragon Quest Eleven? It is not. Okay. I, I had to throw it out there, because I was just like, I don't fucking... I'm just confused by everything you read. Like, like, this <laughs> box is bonkers. Like, whenever yeah. we get to what this game is, whether someone guesses it or I reveal it, it is absolutely bonkers. This is the back of this box. Seven. Don't look at the eight. chat because Dom is guessing a lot. Is it, <laughs> is it a JRPG? It is not a JRPG. But wow, now I'm really lost. This this game is made by a Japanese developer. I'll give you that. Wait, so say it again. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Will <laughs> no. you and blank blank penetrate the seven separate societies of blank blank and preserve the human race? Oh, I know it. It's Dragon's Crown. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're in is control. It, wait, wait. Is it? No More Heroes 3? It is not. Oh, I was going to guess No More Heroes, even though I didn't know the plot of any of the No More Heroes games. I but know, it was in my I mind. I known if it was No More Heroes 1, for sure. Wait, is it Killer7? Um, is that a game? That's a game. I was gonna say it is not Killer7. Killer Fuck, dude. Um, this game is a franchise. Is it Yakuza Like a Dragon? It is not. Okay. I could I could see it being that because it parodies all these other JRPG tropes, like in the game that they mm -hmm. just had a ridiculous box art or something. You said it wasn't an RPG, right? Correct. It's not a JRPG. JRPG, yeah. It is also not an RPG. But it's from a Japanese developer. Yes, one that is still around today, releasing games this year. Not in the, not in this franchise, but releasing games this year. Uh, it is, is not Bayonetta. It is not near, or near replicant. Is it Babylon's Fall? It is not Babylon's Fall. If it was, oh, dude, if it was Babylon's Fall, I would have left the. Ch I would have been like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. You. Mm, I can't say that. Never mind. All right, tell me one actor that was in this movie. Oh, okay. Wait, <laughs> is it? Well, you said not. Well, it's technically not a JRPG. It isn't. Isn't. Uh... Read, read it. Read it to me again. Will you <laughs> and blank blank penetrate the seven separate societies of blank blank and preserve the human race? You're in control. 
It's blank blank versus powerful leaders and fighting forces of blank. That strange multi-layered land of blank-like humanoids created by the wrongly performed experiments with human beings by blank blank. Is it Scarlet Nexus? It is not Scarlet Necklace. <laughs> Necklace. I, was, <laughs> I was so confident. I was like, I feel, I think it's going to be Blank blank, the chosen defender of the human race, for he dares to single-handedly penetrate blanks seven separate societies to stop the rapid expansion of strange misrepresentations of humans. Blank blank's goal is monumental. He must infiltrate seven separate heavily guarded empires by himself. He must break down and destroy the followers of the empire leaders. Blank, blank, Yo, blank, is it, blank. Is it what? Is it Knack? No. <laughs> blank, blank, and is blank, blank. Not two. It is not Knack two. Is it? Is it Neo? It is not Neo. Thank not you so Neo much, Point in Progress, for the raid. We are currently at the end of the podcast, playing What's in the Box and the panel. It's not Neo or Neo two. Dom has blocked the motherfucking point. Oh, there we go. Good. It what? is. Google, it is fine. Mega Man. <laughs> That's the back of the box for Mega Man. I, I kind of thought Mega Man while you were saying that. To be honest with you, I kinda, that kind of that checks out. Like, I knowing that it's Mega Man, I can understand the back of the box, but it's crazy to me. That that's the box for Mega Man. Also, Dom basically got it at the beginning because he guessed Me- he first he guessed Shovel Knight, and I had to try not to laugh. And then he guessed Mega Man Eleven. So like he he was on point. He just wasn't so in the that right was the back era. Of the Legacy Collection or what? Of the of Mega Man One on the NES. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. I want to see something. I want to see something really quick. <laughs> Whoa. He disappeared. He's just gonna go <laughs> to the chat room to look at his thing. <laughs> Tom, Tom also he said, "Okay, start from the beginning," and he just started typing out every Mega Man game in order. <laughs> uh, game number five. Wait, 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 wait. First off, here's Astra. Hello, Astra. Hi, baby. Generally wants to get a pug now, by the way. Not because of Astro, but just in general. You, you don't know. You can say it's because of Astro. It's fine. All right, because of Astro. Um, I have the Mega Man collection where I have all of the... I mean, they're all in Japanese. Probably should have thought that through. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see if it said <laughs> on, the, on the back of this one, if it, if it had like anything similar. Uh, I have it right here. If I can get to seven in Japanese. Ich, ni, dan, Because, fun fact, because Capcom is dumb, um, this collection is the only way you can get part two of both collections on card. Physical, yeah. That is a nice collection, though, with the box and everything. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm at, like, this is what the... Uh, this is what the part two covers look like. So those that are curious. Yeah, those are dope. Cool. Yep, very happy I have this. Game 
number five. The new fighting game generation. Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> no. A star. St- Battle for the Grid. No. A star studded yeah. lineup. Fighters from blank, 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 and more. Oh, multiverses. <laughs> No, but could you imagine if I had a if if I had a physical copy of fucking multiverses? Uh, it is not. That's a good guess, Mike, but that is incorrect. Is it a smash? Uh, I'll keep reading the box before I answer something like that. Special attacks with no memorization. Finally, a hardcore brawler that lets you jump right in and start playing. Super Smash Bros. For Wii. Incorrect. Tons of um, incorrect. Tons of unlockable features. A return to the glory days when arcade fighting games ruled. Tekken Capcom Six. Fighting Collection. Incorrect. Incorrect. Killer Instinct. Incorrect. Um, I'll answer Cam's question. It is not a Smash game. Fuck. Uh, Bra- no, Brawlhalla. Does Brawlhalla have a physical edition? It is not Brawlhalla. This might be Devil Horns. I don't know if anybody's going to get this. Um, if I unblank the words at the beginning, somebody might get it, but we'll wait for now. I will give you the hint is like, is that this, it is. This a cro- is this a crossover game? Yes, that's what I was going to say. It is a crossover game of some sort. Uh, is it Capcom versus SNK? Incorrect. Is it... Is it Street Fighter vs. Tekken? Incorrect. I do have Who that got game. That right? I do have that game. It's right there. Because I pulled it out oh, to take pictures of it. Oh, is that super niche? Uh, I... You've talked about it before. You talked about it recently. Blade Strangers? It is indeed Blade Strangers. What a fucking pull. What a fucking pull. You can play as like Binding of Isaac, Isaac, Shovel Shovel Knight. Like there's like ridiculous characters in this game. I remember that game. Cam gets the fucking point. Solid ten people played that game. (laughs) I mean probably. But uh (laughs) game number six. Heaven or hell, let's rock. Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty Gear Strive. Wow, Cam pulled it out before you, Mike. Cam gets the fucking point. Todd, you had all these opportunities to get points tonight, and you fucking failed. I've said Guilty Gear Strive like seven times. Heaven or hell (laughs) shit at Evo. I was just like, oh, I got this on fucking lock. Damn. Well, that ends the week with Dom still at 43, but he did get those two stops. Uh, Todd at 34, Mike at 26, and Cam coming in with a couple extra points. He's at five. Oh, five. Five, five yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, that'll do it for this week's episode. Episode two, um, no, episode 328. Um, we're, we've been long gone from the, from the 200s for a while now. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, like I said, we have a lot of stuff coming up, uh, most recently, the Voyage stuff is up now. If you want to watch that YouTube video or check out my written, written review, I'll have a bunch of Soul Hacker stuff coming in the 
next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for Cam for popping in and talking about Evo, talking about Soul Hackers. Uh, Cam, I don't know what else you got going on right now or if you got any new things up anywhere recently that you want to plug, but uh, the floor is yours, good sir. Uh, nope, I just got my Soul Hackers review coming eventually. Uh, just keep an eye out on my Twitter page, at Cam Final Mix, and that's it. Hell yeah, love to see it. And uh, of course, you can find everything that we all do at PassController.io, no. at, at PassController on Twitter and Instagram, twitch.tv slash pass controller you can find me at bgroom you can find mike at underscore michael path todd at toddy underscore by underscore nature dom at ptc underscore one little spark and as cam said you can find him at cam final mix and we appreciate you wait cam are you not doing kingdom hearts podcast is that already over oh no i'm still doing that yeah is it on like a hiatus right now um it's, I mean, it's taking longer for the next episode than before. We're not on a hiatus or anything like that. It's just, again, we're releasing episodes when we can because, we, you know, we're all people that either work in the industry or yeah. have, like, a job on top of mm-hmm. trying to make it out here in the industry yeah. um, and playing other games and stuff. So it's uh, it's mainly me, to be on, to be honest. They're kind of waiting on me, and I'm like, yo, I don't have – I have – I haven't even been able to start the next game. Well, if so. people want to check that out, where can they, how can they find that? Yeah, so it's Unlocking Kingdom Hearts is the name of the podcast. You can listen to it on all your podcast services. We're up to Kingdom Hearts 2 right now, so we're only three games in. Uh, so plenty of time to catch up. Again, this is a podcast where episodes will come out um, very um, far away from each other, like, you know, uh, around a month or two at a time because of life um are you all playing and, replaying the games as you do it is that why so yeah so me yeah so me alexa and jonathan are replaying all the games and then kevin's playing through them for the first time oh wow okay that's awesome so uh yeah so kevin is, is kind of like the anchor in our in our podcast where you know he helps kind of propose the good questions that other people are probably asking as they're playing through the series and we help like expound on those topics and themes as we go along hell yeah so definitely check that out if you're a kingdom Hearts sicko or want to become a kingdom Hearts sicko and get uh, invested into that i i played the first game last year i need to get back on that train i know dom is slowly making his way through kingdom hearts 2 right now so i need to catch up to him at least so some would say the greatest game of all time some, some would say wow better than <laughs> better than red dead redemption 2 I mean, it's my number one favorite game of all time. So. All right, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely better than uh, not definitely better than Bat Batman. I don't know. I was trying to figure out a way to work. And actually, I'm curious, Todd, is Batman better than Spider Man? Yes, 100. percent Yeah. 100%. I know. I know. I know. Cam's take. That's what brought my yeah, attention yeah, was Cam's yeah, tweet. Yeah. I think I complained to you that like. Spider-Man was like a poor man's Arkham. It like yeah. stole some of the best ideas yeah. of it, but didn't fucking do anything good like, with anything new. Yeah. Or anything. <laughs> like I said on I said on Twitter, I'll say it on here. Spider-Man's a great game. It's a yeah. solid. I eight agree. Out of 10. I'm replaying it now. Yeah, it's a solid eight out of ten game. The traversal is like unmatched, unmatched yep. traversal. The side quests are repetitive. And they're Stupid. not, yeah, they're useless. They, just, they just feel random in the world, right? <laughs> but like in Arkham City, exactly like, ba- ba- like when Barrett, when Barrett was discussing it on KFGD and like, you know, cause that's one of his favorite games of all time. Um, he may, he, he expounded on it perfectly. Like the side quests in Arkham City, 
have like purpose like they they, yeah. they expand the the world they expand arkham city as a place. and i want to do every single riddle like i want to i want to yeah. do that stuff and like like, like, I, like yeah and spider-man is just like oh there's a random car chase that's happening yeah stop it. yeah like, that's Here, here's, cool here's your backpack until you have to do it 50 times yeah. throughout the entirety yeah. of the map it's just and then also with the story and i, I feel like i'm un, unpopular opinion on this on the story with spider-man but like I thought that the story was setting up Doc Ock for the next game. I I thought that, okay, we have our villain in right. Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative is the villain. And once the raft parts happened, and then you find out that Doc was behind it all, that felt random to me. Not like a plot twist, but random. And then, like, Mr. Negative is now on the sidelines. I'm like, that's fucking whack, because I really liked his character. And then, like... It, and then the last act after that just felt so rushed so that when the big moments did happen i was i didn't it didn't do anything for me i was just like oh well this sucks but like or this is sad or like oh this is happening but it didn't really grab me yeah um the way it did i guess a lot of other people um i mean my so, true confession yeah. is that i never got past the stealth moments with with uh, oh, yeah, Miles and, and MJ, that I, that literally yeah, made me stop true. playing the game. I I never I'd be, went I'd back be to it. Enjoying the game, and then all of a sudden that part would come up, and I'm like, oh come on! Yeah, you know, it's just like every is, time. Like people saying the combat is better in Spider-Man. Not even Arkham, close. You, Not even high. fucking close. You're yeah. High. Like, <laughs> the gadgets are the gadgets are cool, but once you get like the heavy web, you don't need anything else. No. You have the heavy. You have the heavy web. Yeah, either heavy web a normal goon into like into the wall or the ground, and then they're they're just defeated. Or you yeah. get a big guy, and then you just web them, and then you just grab them and throw them yeah. on the wall, yeah. and they're dead. Yeah. Like the combat isn't; it, it just makes it a lot less engaging once you get um, certain gadgets. You just don't need. Like I felt no need to use anything else because yeah. I found like the right answer. Um, so yeah, see, I, th yeah, I think Miles is game. leaps and bounds a way better game, like way, way, yeah, way better. Arkham better City, story, like, better. City story is still like not only just like a great story; it's also like just one of the best Batman stories. Like, yeah, I love Arkham Asylum too. I think I, I like oh, yeah, all Arkham of those Asylum Batman is games. great too. Yeah. Like, I think Arkham Asylum is just more impressive from a level design standpoint. Yeah, yeah, but does every but everything else about it is just is weaker yeah. to City. Yeah, it's smaller. Damn, do we need to do a fucking an episode soon just on superhero games? I feel like we need to do that. Let's do it on our um, games. But I feel like if if we don't cut it here, we're going to just end up talking yeah, for another fucking half hour about Spider-Man and Arkham. Um, so we thank you all so much. Thanks to Cam for popping in, talking about Evo, talking about Soul Hackers 2, playing what's in the box, getting some points on the board. Until next time. <laughs>